Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 3, Episode 4, or overall, Episode 22. Yeah, uh, I'm Jade. I am starving, but I'm also the smart one. And I'm Art. I have just had dinner, and I'm also the cute one. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. As we alluded to in the last episode, we will be discussing the uh, multitude of problems with streaming services. Uh as a whole, um, with a very big emphasis on Spotify, uh, and you'll see why in a minute. Um, but before we get to that, we of course have to plug our after show. We are live every Friday at 8 p.m. ET on our Instagram, which is at Tech Thoughts Podcast. Um, you can also find us at our website, which is Jade? TechThoughts.gay. Gay rights. Anyway, um, now that we've gotten our priorities out of the way, um, which is... <laughs> What I consider, I consider promoting. I consider promoting gay rights a priority. It's more like we got them out of the way, like as if we wanted to, like, <laughs> like get, like, like stop saying it. No, like gay rights was whole episode. Go on, sorry. <laughs> um, we're, we're gonna be straight for the next forty minutes, y'all. Sorry, Go never, on. never in our lives. Um, but uh, we are going to talk about the problems with music streaming. We 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 did sort of lay out all of the streaming services in our last episode and talk about which one is the best in terms of like value to audio quality ratio specifically. So you might be wondering what more is there to be said? Well, plenty. Jade, take it away. Sorry, I think the right way to talk about music streaming is to talk about it in relation to uh, its biggest face. And currently that is Spotify. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Spotify. It's currently the biggest music streaming service in terms of raw user count. Uh, at around 286 million users as of March 2020. Mm -hmm. um, that's 130 million premium users, 156 free users. Um, I'm yeah. a free user and I barely use it. <laughs> that whole I thing. quit Spotify for, hilariously enough, not any of the reasons we're about to talk about, but just purely because their whole function, that you sh one of the functions you're supposed to get with premium, which is being able to download songs for offline listening, just straight up didn't work for me. Damn. No, yeah, it, it, so it would download the songs, but it would randomly delete them for, like, no discernible reason. Um, so I would go onto the subway and expect to be able to listen to my offline playlist just to find out that I couldn't because it had deleted itself from my phone and I hadn't noticed. And so I gave up and I switched to Apple Music, which is not necessarily, which I, I want to make clear is not necessarily the solution, but it is sort of funny. Um, given everything that we're about to talk about. So yeah, um, Spotify, uh, at the time of writing, is worth 67 billion US dollars. That is so much more than I would have expected from like a, from like a music service. Well, like, and it makes sense because most of the music industry has moved to streaming. It, it makes sense. It's just, you talk to me about billions and I think people like Bezos. I don't think about Spotify of all things. Um fair. The fact that they're worth that much makes what we're about to talk about so much worse, though. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I th their, their value literally tripled uh, since, I think, the start of the pandemic, and I think those things kind of do correlate. That's fair, but... Yeah. You would think, since Spotify has all of this money, they would be able to, you know, pay the actual artists a reasonable amount. They are. Do you mm. think they pay artists a reasonable amount? I, I know they don't, and I know it's what we're going to talk about, and I hate that we have to talk about it but here we go yeah so so the way spotify like pays its artists is through a royalties pool 
Uh, that's about 65% of its total revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, it pays out to the to the owners of these sound recordings, which may be a record label, independent artist, or whatever, um, mm-hmm. based on the number of listens or streams on its service. Um, from there, the individual deals determine how much the actual artist gets paid, but for, for in all intents and purposes, we're sticking with just how what we can see from Spotify's side. Um, okay. Right. If you want a, an easier way to think of this pool... Um, if Spotify had $300 in its, like, royalties pool, and yeah. you and me were the only people on Spotify as artists, um, yeah. if you got more listens than me, you would be paid more. That's all. That's how it works. Yeah, which makes sense, just on a very broad conceptual level makes sense. Yes. However... <laughs> Um, and 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 music distribution site uh, Ditto Music provides us a rough estimate of how much each streaming service actually pays out by stream, um, because there's a whole lot of math to it, and it's a lot. It's it, it is just an average. Um, mm-hmm. So because and and yes, a lot of things can vary. Spotify pays between point zero zero three three one and point zero zero four three seven cents per stream. Um, an average of 0.00348. Um, yeah. So, if that number is too small for your brain to process, which is, it, it is a little bit too small for my brain to process, it is less than one cent. Yeah. So think think about how much you, like, how think about how small you think a cent is, um, and realize that it is less than half of that size. Yeah. Um... And you know what? That's not even the worst, but they're the largest music company in the world. You'd think they can do better. Yeah. Based on rates um, from the Tricordist, which I believe is a very lovely site who's been documenting um, music streaming uh, for quite a while in regards to how they treat artists and how much revenue gets paid out. Mm-hmm. It would take a, uh, an average of 417,000 plays to earn the equivalent of minimum wage through Spotify. Um, so about, and that's U.S. minimum wage, seven point two five USD. Yeah, so that's us calculating according to the federal minimum wage, not like our, like not like our personal like states minimum wage. Right. So that's fourteen fifty a week. It takes four hundred seventeen thousand plays, and this oh. is way better than like YouTube because they pay point zero 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 two two cents per listen, which is um, absurdly small. Absurdly small. Uh, <laughs> I believe it'd be in the millions to reach the correct amount. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah. But once again, like, if you compare the size of, like, YouTube... YouTube, especially considering that, like, YouTube music itself is fairly recent. Like, if you compare the size of, like, YouTube music to the size of Spotify, they're both in the wrong here. Like, Spotify doesn't Spotify doesn't get a pass just because it's slightly better than YouTube. It's still way... Like, it's ridiculously low still. Yeah. To be fair, I believe Google Play Music used to pay out more. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So that 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 too is kind of sketchy, but yeah. general downgrade. General downgrade, but also like the reason, in addition to just being like the largest music streaming company, and and therefore the one that we thought would be most most worthwhile to talk about. It's also just, and this is what we're going to get to now. Worth noting that like. Spotify does so many shady things in addition to just how little they pay their artists. Like, it's not just about the rate. It's also just about the, the, the their practices. Um, and what might those practices be, you, you might be asking? Well, we're about to tell you. 
Um, so November 2020, um, they announced a program to identify music and artists can decide they want to be a priority, as in uh, to boost specific songs to appear more likely with Spotify's funky algorithm. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, if you wanna, if you if you wanna advertise, Dance Dance comes to mind, and I'm cool with that. If if okay. Fall Out Boy is like, we wanna we wanna boost Dance Dance, because not enough people know it. Um, they can do that. However, it costs a fee. That just sounds like paying for like paying for listens, basically. At that point, a little bit, yes. Which just lowers like artist profit margins even more. And again, some of this fault is on say record label companies who like also have their own contracts with those artists at the end of the day and like mm-hmm. payment goes through them first so yeah there are problems there but spotify is not making it easier um, absolutely not no um and if you if you if you don't think they're money hungry yet uh spotify has also been accused of creating quote fake artists on their platform um what the hell does that even mean like, like, um, I was about to say big time rush, but they're real. Um, <laughs> yes, they are. I, I meant, uh, no, no, no. What, what are some fake, what are some fake TV bands, you know? I, I wouldn't know how to answer that question. I feel like I should know how to answer that question, but I wouldn't. That's fair. I guess a lot of fake TV bands become real bands. Anyway. Yeah, that, that's kind of why I don't know how to answer that question. Like, cause big, big time rush was a fake TV band that became a real band. Okay. The well, logic uh, is that if you, the logic is that. If you exist, if you had a contract with Nickelodeon and or Disney Channel in a certain era, you were required to be a recording artist. Like, that's basically how it worked out. That's also fair. <laughs> Which we're not going to talk about on this podcast, but if you do like, if that doesn't sound fucked up to you, I would like you to think about it for another, like, 20 seconds, because it's so deeply fucked up. Uh, but moving on. Fake artists. What, 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 what does that, what does that do? How does that work? Right. They're artists that don't exactly exist outside of their platform. They're made with bespoke music that I'm, that Spotify is likely commissioning. Um, Interesting. Which, again, that's speculation. Um, and further speculation is that because of that, uh, and because they don't have a large record label behind them, um, they can be those songs can be licensed out for a much lower cost than usual. Um, and because of the way that Spotify pays artists, if those fake artists rack up more stream time... Um, more of that sh- of the shared revenue that would go to everyone will go to the fake artists. Yeah, because it's a it's a it's a it's a like the pool is a set amount. So if there's more, like if they if they have to pay out anything to fake artists, that's taking it out of the pockets of real artists. Just yeah, straight up. That's like it's like if we had a if we had a bot join our two person Spotify world and like the bot yeah. just had ten million views and we had none, we'd we get zip. We'd get so zip. where does that money actually go then? If it's if it's if it's going to these fake artists that don't actually exist, like where where does it go? Hell, if I know. Article does not say. Um, That's terrifying. Okay. Yeah. Again, it, it, even if they're not necessarily fake, fake, and just like weird commissions that Spotify has done through back channels, it's still suspicious. Um, yeah. And for anyone who's listening to us uh, and who's listening to this episode, however many minutes in we are by now, and thinks that this sounds like a conspiracy theory, we have articles discussing this one of them is from npr so check check that out in our as jade likes to call it not description uh and see for yourself uh things have gotten just so terribly bad with dealing with spotify and their bad practices that the union of musicians and allied workers has announced a campaign known as the justice at spotify um 
it advocates for an increase in payments to at least one cent per stream um, or equivalent in like non-US dollars mm-hmm. um, and to move to a user-centric payment model so it's not a competition that you just get paid for the streams you receive. Yeah, so you're, it doesn't, it's not like, I'm assuming the, the logic there is that it's not like you, you're, it becomes less like about trying to outstream other artists and more just you get fairly compensated for the streams you do get. Yeah. They're also fighting for more transparency and how how much money Spotify actually makes and how they function as a company. Um, and they also just want everyone who worked on a song to be credited. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. Like, I, I, I would love to know who, who masters my things that I like. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. I feel like, like, yeah, people who aren't the face often do get underappreciated. Unless yeah. you're like... A well-known producer like Jack Antonoff, and then you get credited on everything, but that's that's not the norm. No. <sighs> but you know, let's let's put aside just how shittily Spotify treats its artists for like you know a millisecond, because it also treats you, the user, pretty shittily. Um, and mm-hmm. I and I will happily say shittily. Big think uh, uh, a a lovely website who is basing this article on uh, a book known as Spotify Teardown. Um, apparently, uh, Spotify's curated playlists are designed to hook you in and to keep you happy, which sounds a little manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Another problem with that is that, of course, they're trying to keep you happy to keep you on the platform, but also music isn't the only thing you're, uh, say, downloading from Spotify at the time, or rather you're, Mm -hmm. you're also giving them a little more information than you think, uh, by using a tool to inspect the traffic that goes th- to your computer and away from it uh, when pressing play on Spotify. As it turns out, uh, 22 other advertising companies are also getting information uh, whenever you just press play on a song. And that data presumably gets sold. Oh, absolutely. Internet companies, MOs at this point. Um, yeah, but it's not it's not great. And especially considering the fact that the entirety of the first season of this podcast was literally called The Privacy Arc, you can see why we would not exactly be fans of something like this. Yeah. But Spotify's not the only one selling your data. Again, even Apple's facing a class action lawsuit over, well, selling your data. Um, Apple's been advertising fairly recently that their privacy policy is like one of the best, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I think you've seen that. Um, yeah, pro- they 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 very much advertise like like a lot of their their recent advertising leans very heavily towards like privacy and security and all that. Yeah, they literally have a billboard in California that says "What happens yeah. on your iPhone stays on your iPhone." Um, why would they? Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, um, and because they've been allegedly selling that your their data, it's time for a lawsuit. The claims are that Apple is profiting from the release of demographic information about its users. Uh, that includes mm-hmm. your full name, your address, your age, and the history of how you listen to music and your preferences. Yikes. As always. And because it's a class action lawsuit, I honestly don't think there's going to be an update for like a year. Hey, Jade here from the future. As it turns out, this particular lawsuit was dismissed um, by a court in California back in 2019. Um, We apologize for this, um, therefore, incorrect segue, but it's still interesting to mention. 
I mean, that's how it is. We talked about Googles and like, we're going to wait till 2023 for that to get any movement. So, yeah, like... no, I hate it. I really, I just, I do, I do hate it when it's like, we talk about these things and I guess this is just giving us future topics if we're still doing the podcast in 2023, but it, it does sort of frustrate me like how long it takes for this stuff to like actually hit trial. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. So what can you do? I mean, like we said, music streaming is sort of very much increasingly becoming a big thing. Uh, I mentioned in the last episode that I think that a very big part of that is due to convenience because now more than ever, like when people probably listen to like, 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 like basically so many artists are releasing so much new music all of the time. I don't know how to word it any better than that. Um, it can be very tempting to just like subscribe to a streaming service so that you can keep up with everything because it's like, well, I'm not going to buy, I'm not, I'm not going to buy an artist's like, I'm not going to buy a CD from an artist I don't know just to check out their music if I don't know that I like it. But at the same time, if you want to support artists, which you should, because I, I, I know that it can be tempting to to think about, like, your, 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 like, the big artists, um, like, the, the multimillionaires, and be like, oh, well, like, they don't, like, 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 clearly they're doing well for themselves, regardless of how little Spotify pays them. Um, I do think it's worth noting that, like, uh, and I said this, I said this, I said this last episode and I'll reiterate it again. I do think it's worth noting that if you look into it, basically because of the fact that streaming revenue is so low, most artists make most of their money off of concerts. Um, that's, that's, that's really what generates revenue for artists. It's concerts and merch sales. It's not streaming. Um, and considering the year that we're in and the year that just ended concerts have not been happening and they likely won't be happening for still quite a while um sure big artists might still be fine but big artists aren't the big artists aren't the only thing out there um and there are probably a lot of people who are hurting a lot right now um and the fact that they're not getting paid for their music being streamed is absurd, especially when you consider the fact that, like you said, Jade, like what Spotify's value value tripled during the pandemic. Meanwhile, artists are probably struggling because now they're all the only revenue they're getting is Spotify revenue. Like that's insane. Um, so it's worth it to support artists. It is worth it to buy official releases, releases, buy a CD, vinyl, cassette, vinyl and cassettes are back. If you, if you, if you, if you don't, if you think, because that's sort of how I was, where I was like, I don't want to buy CDs. I think I think that's clunky. But it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like if you want to buy an artist's music, like buy a cassette, get into vinyl. I I I I always make sure when a new release is coming out by an artist that I know I already like, and so I'm probably gonna like their new music. I just make I just buy it. I just buy it on. I just buy a physical copy of it. Um, and I and I haven't regretted it. Or if you are very much a digital music person and don't see yourself straying away from that anytime soon, buy buy your music digitally on services like Bandcamp, which only take 10 to 15% of the revenue off sales and give the rest to the artist. Just support artists. I know that's my, that sounds kind of like an obvious thing to say, but I think that like, once again, it's just a thing where people have started prioritizing like conveniences over, like convenience over like people. anything else. And it's like, there are people on the other end of this. No, oh, yeah. Um, also, uh, just a quick thing to point out. If, if perhaps your artist, your favorite artist isn't on a service like Bandcamp, um, 
and you also don't want to deal with CDs, buy the CD anyway and just rip it to your computer. Oh, yeah. Problem solved. That is legal. I forget that that's legal. Yes, because you own it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there, and to be fair, then, if you're doing that, you're getting, like, the, the, the high quality. Like, you're getting the, the high quality CD files as opposed to whatever, 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 whatever. The files you were getting off a of CD, as we've discussed in the last episode, are going to be much higher quality than anything any streaming service will offer you, unless you're on, like, Deezer's Hi-Fi uh, service, so... And title. Or title. So, but not every artist is on title either, so... No, that's fair. Uh, Prime Music HD? I didn't even know it existed. And no, no one, one, no one, one uses no it and no, no one, one should. should. So that's all the time we have for you guys today. Um, buy, buy your music. Like that, That's really all we can say. Like Buy your music. Especially for like your favorite artists who you've supported and you're always going to support. Like you might as well buy their CDs. Like what, 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 what? CDs especially? Like CDs especially are so dirt cheap. They're like 10 bucks. Like, like I just, I, I really think it is worth the investment. Um, and I do also think that if you can move off of Spotify, you should. I, I know that it's very tempting to stay on them. I feel like Spotify sort of gets branded as like the most fun music service because it has like the cute Spotify wrapped and like all of those little, little, little things. But like, I don't know. I just can't get behind the like very real exploitation that you are indirectly supporting when you support spotify like I, I just i can't i can't personally get behind that and if you can afford to not get behind that um i strongly recommend you you, you should i uh, this show isn't really intended to be like moral grandstanding i don't think you're a bad person if you continue to use spotify after listening to this i understand all of the monetary reasons why you might i still have an apple music subscription but if you can afford to buy your music we highly highly recommend it mm -hmm. um what is the next episode of the audio filer ah our next episode we'll be covering headphones oh yes i'm very excited for this 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 that that's gonna be the episode where i probably learn a couple of things about how ex how much more expensive headphones can get than what i think they can um and we we jade and i geek out for a bit um but that's sort of every episode on this podcast and if you want to see us geek out even more uh, off of this podcast, you can check us out at our Instagram, which is at Tech Thoughts Podcast. Like I said earlier, we stream there every Friday at 8 p.m. ET. Mm -hmm. um, or you can check out our website where we have all of the sources of the things that we talk about so that we can sound legitimize smart. everything mm -hmm. that we're saying and sound smart. Yeah, basically. Uh, and our website is? Okay. Um, Techthoughts.gay. Yeah. Um, uh, because we're very gay. <laughs> there, I wonder if there'll be a dot gay rights. Anyway, no. <laughs> Tech thoughts dot gay rights coming, 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 coming at you at some point in 2025, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. -bye.